Digi is 94, and it seems that Finland, for the first time since their debut in 1961, has a chance to win the Eurovision Song Contest. But nope, it was Bye Bye Baby with only 11 points to the Singing Sisters from Ile Tornio. Absolutely not fair, if you ask me. What have happened since? And perhaps they can shed some light on why they had such unusual clothes on stage? That and much more I hope to reveal today in Eurovision Legends with me, Emil Lövström. Katja. Hi. Hi, Emil. How are you? Quite fine. We are at home, like others. <laughs> yes, yeah, same, same to me. I'm only home and doing uh, some homeworks and that's it. When and how did your musical journey start out? Uh, it started um, so many um, decades ago <laughs> when uh, I was studying university musicology in Jyväskylä's uh, university. And um, I thought that now it's, uh, it's so boring that I have to do something to my life. And I sent some pictures to magazine and they, they took an interview where I told that studying music and I will be the master of the music school someday and a record company saw that interview and they invited us to to a music company and we sing one a tango and then we get our first record yeah, together yeah the song bye bye baby how did you come in contact with it uh, the composers called us and they they wanted uh, us um, introduce uh, this song and and sing and so it was specially written for you yeah it was yeah. Uh, there were many singers there that uh, tried to get that song but uh, composer was told that it is our song so he wanted that we will sing that Do you remember the other artists who wanted to sing the song? There were many Finnish, uh, Finnish singers. There were very good singers there, but uh, they, it, this doesn't sound it. That what Makelenton and the composer, uh, how uh, he will that. That's why we get that song. Was this your first attempt to the national preselection? We had uh, one record before and we had Yksin uh, Sateeseen was our first hit and this was second. Yeah, but were the, the first song that was sent to the pre-selection in no. Finland? Yeah, this is the first to Eurovision Song Contest, yeah. Katja, what do you remember from the competition in Finland? In Finland? Yes. I was so excited and I, I thought uh, that we don't win this competition. Of course, I like the song, it's really good, but uh, I didn't wait that we win. 
we were so surprised. Of course, it was so amazing spring then. On stage in Finland, you had dresses made out of crushed velvet. Why didn't you bring them with you to Ireland? At the Eurovision contest in Finland, they wanted that we they will notice us because earlier vocalists they had so uh, ordinary dresses. So they wanted that there is so many countries that uh, somebody uh, saw that oh they are these who has that kind of dresses. So it had to uh, let somebody see see us. We ha- I haven't uh, spoken English for a long time, so it's I, I should take some wine. <laughs> it's I, no I problem, Virpid. I forced Katya to go to U- uh, Eurovision Song Contest. Katya was beginning classical singing lessons, and teacher said to Katya that you can't sing uh, pop music anymore because you are uh, practicing classical music. So I forced to Katya, you, you have to come. <laughs> And we have made pop music for almost 30 years now. Yeah. yeah. But the clothes, Ule wanted uh, to make our clothes. And <laughs> we did the same, that Lordy did it better, much better. But that was the, that was the, our dresses message, that we have different kind of dresses that, than each other. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think we, we shall talk more about the clothes from, from Dublin. But first, you, you won a landslide in Finland. Yeah, yeah, there were uh, people, Finnish people voted. Yes, and you really won a landslide. Yeah, when we came back and we thought that now um, our career is over, but it wasn't because the people in Finland, they voted us to win. So they liked that song, that our career, we get diamond record and gold records and said so much. Before Eurovision, people didn't know us so well, because of course, Bye Bye Baby was the song that people people like it so so much and they know us better. Uh, Eurovision 94 was held in Dublin. You were the front runners early on. Do you remember that feeling? Yeah, that that feeling before go to the States. That was that I am presenting Finland. So it, it was the greatest time in my life, in my career. And that moment I knew that there will not be that kind of feeling anymore in my life. That, that was so, so beautiful. I, I liked that. There was nothing tensing anymore because we had practiced it so well. But I only enjoyed that. It was so great experience because as long as we remember, we have watched on TV Eurovision Song Contest, and suddenly we were there ourselves. It was so amazing. And there wasn't a competition or something like that between singers and bands. Everybody was supporting and cheering up each other. It was so great. The song changed a lot in production from the pre-selection to the contest in Dublin. I mean, it didn't sound uh, the same.
can you tell me why you changed the production? Uh, I wanted to change that. <laughs> we had um, uh, our song that we had one hit before, Ipsin uh, Satesen, and we liked that arrangement so much that we wanted to take that uh, sound to that song. And because uh, there were machines playing, so we liked machine music more than a live orchestra because it was our style. They played it very well. Big bands, orchestras, they are so, so beautiful. But our music is dance music, so it needs machines. Yeah, and it was uh, last times when there were an orchestra. Uh, we are doing our gigs with backing tracks, which is now Eurovision. Yeah. Bye Bye Baby on stage in Dublin are very memorable, except that you had a very good song. I still love it. But I'm talking about the clothes. They were rather special. And yeah. commentators around Europe compared them to old grandma knickers. <laughs> <laughs> Was this something that bothered you? Yes. No. No, because that we were looking for. We were looking for that they notice us, that, yeah. that, and we managed that. And we are hiring these dresses still these days. When we are going to Eurovision fan club, uh, we are doing it there. So we we have to hire it in Ule in Helsinki. That that uh, dresses, and we have tried to buy it to ourselves, but they don't sell. <laughs> I, I like those clothes now, but <laughs> 94 I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so when you traveled to Dublin, I mean, on all your rehearsals, was this the only stage clothes you wore? Did you try out on the stage with another stage dress? No, they were only on ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you have any favorite among the competitors? Um, only what we were jealous about, that a German had machines there. And they said to us that we have to use only orchestra. They can't use any machine. And when we went to Dublin, so in German, Ralph Siegel, they had machines there. And I, we, I was so um, angry about that. They uh, lied to us that we can't use machines because we wanted machines. So first it don't work because so a heavy orchestra is trying to play dance music. So it was quite difficult first, but it was okay during the week. It's getting better. It didn't work so well. No, no. it did sound a bit dated. Studio version is much more modern. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You didn't finish on top. 
10 points from a mysteriously tactically voting Greece and yes. one point from Bosnia-Herzegovina. Why so few points, you think? I think because Finnish people voted us and then we went to Dublin and there were uh, professional people who uh, voted. Yeah. So there were uh, different people because ordinary people loved our song, but the professional uh, musicians, they, they didn't. It wasn't the uh, same audience. I, yeah. I thought that it could be better points if there were every people could vote it. They, they have different uh, taste of music. Yeah, I totally agree, Virpi. What do you think, Katya? I think the same, but uh, of course, what we uh, talked about before, this uh, orchestra version wasn't so, so good as the... Uh, Album version, yeah. I was eight years during this Eurovision Song Contest and I loved your song from start and I bought your CD. I remember that my mother joked with her friends and asked them if their kids also made them listen to Finnish Schlager all day long. <laughs> uh, can you tell us, non-Finnish people, in 94, how big was Cat Cat in Finland? Were you uh, superstars? Yeah. We were amazing because it uh, happened so suddenly. It was one song and then we were everywhere. Uh, we didn't understand it then. Uh, we, we, are, we are coming from Neuroverkarnea uh, in Lapland. So we are so country girls. So we didn't understand that what, what happened. It, it was too much to us. That summer we did our kicks and then we were uh, getting... Um, back to our studies. It was too too much publicity at, at once. But people in Finland loved Bye Bye Baby because they voted this song to Eurovision. It was amazing time still. What happened after Eurovision? I mean, did a surprisingly mega result affect your careers and plans? Um, we get our careers in uh, our studying careers, and we get uh, I get uh, papers from university and Katjevon Conservatorio, and we wanted to do more peacefully gigs, more peacefully, and doing this uh, our other career too. So uh, that's why uh, we have done gigs uh, almost thirty years. We love doing gigs, but if we doing if we are doing it too much in um, media, it's not so nice, and that we noticed that spring that it was too much media that that springs. We love to do our music and sing, but we are doing it every Saturday only, not all the time. I talked to Ralf Siegel recently in this podcast, and we talk about you and the song Pirates on the Dance Floor that he wrote. How did you come in contact with Ralf? Uh, in Finland, uh, here one Eurovision fan, I think he sent email or something, Ralf's secretary or somewhere, and uh, he would uh, Ralf compose the so one song to us, the Finnish Eurovision. And this song you sent to the national pre-selection in Finland, right? Yeah. Midnight in the disco, so let's take a risk of sailing through an ocean of passion and pride. Dancing with a stranger, beware you're in danger. Skill for your emotions, so you'd better hide. 
they think that it wasn't uh, good enough for Finnish Eurovision. Uh, the, the main thing that I wanted to go to German, we hadn't uh, heard that song, but I want, we wanted to see Ralph Siegel. So that's why we went there. We, ha we didn't know what we are going to sing because we heard it when we were in Ralph Siegel's home. And it was honor to us to go there. And that's why we did. Of course, and it's fun. It's a quite good song. But uh, yeah, it's fun and good to dance. But was this the only song you recorded at Ralph? Yeah. yeah. So. Katya has done another. Don't you remember, Katya? It was later. Yes, later. You recorded an another song with Ralph. Katya was in uh, Switzerland. Um, Katya, could, could you tell? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't remember. When Lordy uh, won win won Eurovision? It was 2006. Six. Okay, uh, that was the year, and Ralph was um, looking for uh, singers from uh, Europe, and uh, six singers. He chose. I uh, I remember that song was ballad. Yes, if yeah. we all give a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I traveled again to German and Ralph's uh, Siegel studio, but the song wasn't so good, and I didn't. It wasn't my my stuff. So you, I you, I was pregnant at home, and you were missing missing that I I wasn't there. <laughs> Yeah, and other singers wasn't, uh, how can I say, uh, it, it, were, it wasn't so good group for me. Uh, but you mean that you should be in that group, six for one? Yeah, but I, I quit. We were, I think, 10 or, or 12 singers. And I quit and I say, I want to go home. <laughs> Do you remember who the other were? Uh, I don't remember. One girl uh, was from Russia, but I, I don't remember the others. Okay. You you don't have the record of it, of the song that you, you did? No. But then we can listen to If We All Give A Little here with 641 so we know what we are talking about. Was this the first time since '94 you sent something into the Finnish competition? Yeah, yeah. Have you sent something more since? No, no. it was only no. twice. Yeah, I I think it's uh, only once in a lifetime experience. So it was so beautiful experience. So I thought when I was I was in German to singing Pirates, Pirates of the uh, Dance Floor. But it was so tempting uh, that to see Ralph Siegel. So that's that's why I went. Yeah. Ralph was so charming. Fleming, yeah. yeah. Because we are Eurovision fans from our childhood. So we love Eurovision music. So that uh, uh, he's the leg legend. legend. Okay. I'm Vision Frieden and Genghis Khan and so on. So yes. great songs he has composed. Yeah, yeah, he's an amazing composer and uh, very nice to talk to. I really, I really appreciated our, my talk with Ralph. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. yeah. 
as I said before, I was a huge fan of your music, even though I understood nothing of what you sang about. And I would like to highlight some of your songs. Kuntelen Enya Meilman. Was it right pronounced? Yeah, yeah. very, very good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I think it was in the album Bye Bye Baby. Yes. Right, yeah. The first song. The guy who wrote this song has passed away. We are sorry for that. He was singing in a band. It was really famous band in Finland, Puoliku. And Kari Pesonen was the name of this guy. He wrote a lot of songs to us. Enkeli is one of them. Everything what happened, it is there is some meaning to the life that nothing happened that there isn't any meaning. So Kari went us to our record company where we are today, and we have been there 30 years. And Kari was very um, important people to us in the beginning. Do you have any favorites amongst your own songs? If we begin with you, Virpi, can you tell me what are your favorite songs from your repertoire? Yksisateeseen, uh, because because it is the one, the first hit song that we get. And I was hoping so many years that we could get some song that we love. And you, Katya? I think you also, yes. We have uh, only up-tempo songs in our kicks. And we uh, start always our kick in Yksin Sateeseen. And people, they sing so loud this song. And it's good to sing. And I, I love that, that song. Of course, Bye Bye Baby, we have to sing it twice. But I also, I think Aurinko Tansia is my own mate. I composed. I like that too. Hey, 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 hey,
So you wouldn't be open to return to Eurovision if Ralph called you tomorrow. <laughs> I, nowadays, I want to hear the song first. <laughs> I honored to um, meet Ralph already. So uh, the song is the most important thing that I uh, I have to be honest to myself and I have to sing. I, I want to sing only songs that I love. Finland's Eurovision record is far from impressive. Do you have any theories of what can have caused this? I don't know. Uh, Finland has tried so many styles. There have been heavy metal, slager, disco music, dance music, and there have been really good songs also. I don't know. It... Uh, if, we, if I say honestly what, what I think, that I, I have think it all the time, because I like Swedish music most. It is the best music in the world, because we like up-tempo music. We like that kind of music that in Sweden you have. And I think uh, Finnish people have different tastes than in Europe. In Europe. Uh, which is Finland's best Eurovision song apart from Bye Bye Baby? Uh, I, I like hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, hard rock hallelujah, of course. But the most beautiful song of all the songs is in, uh, my, in my childhood, uh, Ding a Dong. I remember always. I, I think it's the most, it is the best Eurovision song that I, I think on my mind. So not Ella Kern Ella Mea, which you have covered. It's very good. It's very good, but Ding a Dong is. Did you ask Finnish? Did you ask Finnish? Yes, I asked Finnish. Yeah, but... uh, Hard Rock Hallelujah is, is best. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to me. I hope I didn't sound too starstruck. I mean, it's not every day you talk to a cat cat. No, it was so nice. But it's so boring because I talk so rare English, so it's so difficult. And next time we will take wine glasses and then it's pronouncing is better. <laughs> yes, next time we do this with wine, I promise. Yeah. And we were supposed to be uh, in Rotterdam on May. We had to have gig there. But of course, there is no Eurovision this spring. It's so shame. But maybe we can see you there next year, hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Earlier, I have uh, I have said because many countries they have invited us to their country to fan club kicks, but I have had so little children, so I have I have said that no, we are not coming. But now my children are so big, so. Do you hear that, our listeners? You can call Cat Cat from now on because the children yeah, is grown yeah, up now. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. I really hope to see more of you, on, maybe on the Eurovision stage, or maybe I hear some new music on Spotify with you. I really appreciated this. This was fantastic. It was so nice to talk with you. Are so yeah. kind. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and take care of yourself. Take, take care you of yourself, and I hope to see you. And yes. It's nice to talk to you. Bye bye. bye. bye.